Okay, so this week is the week for the solo episode. I must have recorded this episode so many times I can't even count and deleted it. I have an accountability partner for this past week and I promised her that no, this week it was going to happen. So this might not be the best episode. It might not be the most interesting episode, but I'm going to try my damn best. The purpose of the solos is to give you a little bit of insight on who I am, how I'm doing life, and why this podcast is so important to me. Because I have so many conversations about Anbri and what Anbri is, and there's a little bit of confusion between, well, is it just a podcast? What's this consulting that you do? Why are you doing both? Are you going to keep doing both? Is it going to be one? Is it going to be the, like a lot of questions and I get it. I ask myself the same questions. This podcast is not going anywhere. As long as I have one download, one person that's listening, then it's going to keep going. The stories that come out of this podcast, the people that agree to sit down and share those stories, I I feel so strongly that they need to be heard. And all of the episodes that I've had and all of the interviews that I've had have completely surpassed any vision that I had for this for this show. And the people that I'm currently meeting, it I'm surprised every single time. I'm surprised at their courage. I'm surprised at the obstacles that they've overcome, the battles they're still fighting, and the battles they've won. It's just, it's not ever going away. And I knew that I wanted to do this. I knew that I had to do a show like this because everything it seems that I've walked through, have been searching for, has kind of led to this if that makes sense. And I didn't have a clear vision on what this was or even how much I needed it when I was driving across West Texas, watching the morning sun peek out behind some mountainous hills in the early, early morning hours, thinking there has to be something. There has to be something. I've been working my ass off since I was 14. And I don't know exactly who I am. Every decision, every move that I've made in life has been either directly because I thought it would make someone happy or make me a little bit more lovable would prove that my existence was not a mistake or a burden. And on the other side of that, I realized all the other decisions were always made under the fear of what other people might think or how big of a disappointment I might be. I've never really been worried about being laughed at or 
being thought of as stupid or silly. It's always been about people thinking I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm all in this world doing nothing but just taking up space and draining resources. The going into the military. So you would think knowing all of that, that it was a cognizant intentional move to go serve my country, right? What better way to prove that I am wanting to be, you know, something good in this world and impact this world. But no, that's not what happened. I, I graduated high school and my beautiful, wise sister said, college is next. You need to go to school because she knew I needed direction and school is what gave her direction. So she drove me up there. She got me registered. I started the semester and I did not go to college. I lived there. I remember being on campus. I also remember going to one or two classes one or two times. I was not prepared for college. Um, I was going through way too much and I had reached the complete crossroads of what is the point of where, I mean, what's the point of it all? And they're, and caught somewhere between that and there has to be something more and teetering on just, I'm tired. I've, I fought for so long and I've survived for so long. I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. And I started drinking and that got in the way of class. So I, when I went to go register for the second semester, they graciously declined. <laughs> they were like, no, that's okay. <laughs> I think you need to go, uh, get your shit together a little bit and, you know, maybe try somewhere else. And I, I got several jobs and it wasn't, I wasn't going anywhere. I just wasn't. I was working all the time. I was just as tired. And something had to change. And I, a big day happened in my life. I will say that. Uh, 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 something moved me, if you will. And I ended up in a parking lot at the Armed Services Recruiting Center for an hour and a half in the parking lot wondering which door I was going to walk into. And I got out of the car once I decided, and I walked right up to the Air Force, and they were locked. The door was locked. They were out. So I went next door to kill some time. That was my thinking. And as soon as I walked in that door, a Marine Corps recruiter swung around in his chair, looked me up and down, all 92 pounds of me, and said, you know this in the mall, right? And my response was, fuck you, sign me up. And I mean, it went, oh, it went fast. So, and I'm glad it happened that way. I think the Marine Corps was exactly the branch I was supposed to go into. And it was graduating boot camp that I can say was the first time that I was like, I don't care what anybody else thinks. 
I'm loving this. Period. And there were a lot of people mad at me that I went. I, ironically, lost people. I had people that were close to me that I thought it was unbreakable tell me that I, they thought I was the stupidest person in the world. But remember, being called stupid or silly never bothered me. Because the one thing that they couldn't say is that I was taking up space and I was wasting. I was a waste. They couldn't say that. Uh, but I will say that graduating boot camp was the first time that just even the little, a little piece of something I was doing was without thought to what anybody else wanted or what anybody else thought. And it's not to say that I grew up like prim, proper, and appeasing. I was a feisty girl. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I realize now looking back what we are or what we portray on the outside isn't necessarily what is happening on the inside at all. And sometimes it's just a blatant contradiction. I was, I had a very strong exterior because I had a lot to protect. And I also felt like I had to protect others. But internally, I couldn't wait for everything to be over for so long. And the, and the military gave me a sense of purpose while I was in. And I had my downtimes when I was there. I, 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 I still struggled with it even when I was in. But I, was a, I could tell that internally I was a little bit stronger. And my internal strength was starting to match a little bit, try, starting to catch up a little bit to my external. But I got out. And when I got out, I was a wife and a mother. I did not stay a wife, uh, but we did stay very close in co-parenting and we did excellent job. We did excellent. Our kid is amazing and is turning 18 in a couple months and the time flew by so quickly. But what I find is that I'm talking to my child at the same age close to the same age that I remember so well and trying to feel like you have it all figured out or that you have a plan that's going to work out, I think is the more apt way to say it. And when you're looking at entering into the world and being finally legally considered an, you know, an adult and getting certain rights bestowed upon you, there, there comes a, a little bit of an urgency. You lose some of that, you know, some of that uh, belief that you'll, you'll make it through at, when you were a kid, you know, because now your action consequence is really in high gear and all of that fun stuff. But just before I started recording this, and this is what kind of set the tone for this episode, we were having that conversation where I can see him discussing every course of action that he could possibly take in this next year. And is it college? Is it military? Is it traveling? Is it 
uh, if it is college, what major? He's he's weighing all options, and it was a great conversation. And it's not the first one we've had. We've had many, but I we keep having them more frequently as graduation approaches, and his 18th birthday is approaching. And the best piece of advice that I've given him, I feel, is, dude, it's okay if you start down a path and you realize that's not the one. You can adjust. You can course correct. And I said that with the caveat to him, accept the military. It's a contract. And... If that's something you're really thinking about, then we need to have more conversations. We need to talk to more people that have been in the MOSs that you're interested in. We have to talk to, you know, different folks and not just me, not just your, your dad, not just your uncle. You have to talk to other people. Because that is a big decision. You can change a major in college. You can even change colleges. Um, you can take a break. So that that was the discussion that we've had. And it made me think, being 19, tr- having tried college and deciding that wasn't for me, and then going into the military. And I thank God that it worked out. But I'm not going to say that it was completely easy at all. Because as much as I love the Marine Corps, as love as much as I love being a Marine, and as proud of that as I am, it was not without its struggles or battles. While I think that I've said it so many times to myself that it sometimes loses its meaning, it is still true that what doesn't kill us, what does not kill us makes us stronger. And we get stronger every day. And I, I'm, I'm still finding things out. And I thought for sure that by the time that I hit 40, I was going to know so much more and I was going to be so much more comfortable in my skin. And I was going to be so secure and confident and certain and at least I was going to be, my career would, would be set. I would be halfway through my career. I would have my retirement going. I had all of these ideas and you know, I'm 40 and none of that's true. I'm looking at a career change right now. I'm starting new endeavors. Um, retirement, really. I'm a single parent in Southern California. There, what savings? And 2019 was a blow. Even everything that I thought about life, about me, about everything changed in 2019. So I I have to say, I'm entering 2020 with different perspective, and that is the Anbury tagline. Think new and change your world. And that became the tagline in 2018 when I thought about this because 
that's when my perspective started shifting because everything in life was changing. And I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep meeting interesting people and hearing them tell their stories and admiring their bravery and their courage to do that. And I'm going to learn from them. I can't imagine not doing this podcast and I will, I will get more comfortable and I will get clearer on being able to tell my story and my voice without worry that the worst will be confirmed. And that is, I am not worthy and I am not lovable because I'm starting to realize that I am. And it doesn't come with the condition of having to shape shift into other people's expectations. All of my guests are teaching me that. All of my friends that I have now and my networks that I'm in, they're showing me that and they're teaching me that. And I'm blessed to be a part of that because I feel like that was a pretty big burden for my sweet sister to carry <laughs> all by herself. So she has a little bit of help now. So that's good. Um, okay. This is going to become less rambly and more funny as soon as I find my groove. But I will say this, I am getting there and I hope that other people that are in the same, the same kind of position that I'm in, that's the same kind of space that I'm in, listening to this show, hearing other people's stories, listening to their bravery, that you're able to take this journey with me. I, I can't see how you won't be able to, because you listen to all of them, all of the interviews, and how they moved through life how they've designed their life and their career and it's it's admirable so i'm definitely moving into that space so join me if you're not quite there yet if you are there go ahead and email me and let's get you on the show share your wisdom all right guys so that's it for me uh shows that are coming up is we've got uh, we got a big interview that is being recorded next week. We are sitting down with the three-time Grammy Award-winning saxophonist of a six-piece band. You might know him, Ozo Motley. Uh, but we're sitting down with a founding member and the saxophone player, Ulysses. Bea. I can't wait. This is going to be pretty awesome. So we're recording uh, that on Wednesday the 12th. Okay. If you're already a patron to the podcast, then you're going to be able to be a live audience member and watch that, actually watch that interview happen live. If you're not a patron and you want to do that, you can become a patron just for the month. 
and you can you have access to all those uh, all the videos that we do this month and Ulysses is one of them and then after that we're interviewing an up-and-coming author uh, real estate he's running a nonprofit he's helping impact uh, homelessness here in LA so that's going to be exciting. We're going to be sitting down with a hardscape hacker as well, Mark Dudek. And we have a possible interview that is still being confirmed, but so far looks good with John from The Man Cave. And we're also firming up a conversation and interview to be had with author, award-winning author, Laura Candlewin. I I have to tell you, the month of February and March is definitely, wow, the roster. Um, and I say that every month because every month I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to meet the, and it, the, the roster just keeps getting longer and longer of amazing people that have been on the show. Okay, guys. So if you haven't, you can go ahead and follow and like us on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't hit subscribe on your podcast stream, go ahead and do that. And if you'd like to be a live audience member in any of these interviews, you can go ahead and uh, click on the Patreon account for the Andrew podcast and you can become a patron. Uh, there's different levels. You can be a live audience member or you can go a little bit higher and you can be a, uh, someone that gets to chat on our chat board with the guest or go up another level and then you get to have a special personal Q&A session after the interview. I hope to see you guys there. And as always, all of those interviews will be streaming audio to you through this podcast. I will see y'all next time. Have a good one.